Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, builders. We would love to welcome you to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. You know, here we are. We, we want to help you build yourself. We want to help you build a company, build a team, whatever you're working on. We want to join you in that journey. And so we do that through training and through our special guest on the podcast. And today we have Dr. Charlie Cartwright. You know, I got to see Dr. Charlie posting things on LinkedIn and we became a connection. And so I, I reached out to him and, and wanted to have him as a guest on the show. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Charlie. Dr. Charlie is the creator of the People Success Formula. We're going to hear about that. It is the result of a three decades long meta-analysis into what drives human behavior. His research clearly illuminated the path to unlocking human potential. And you, anybody that listens to this podcast knows I'm all about discovering potential. If you want to move mountains, you must first move people. Then those people will move the mountains. That's a quote by Dr. Charlie himself. So welcome to the podcast today, Dr. Charlie. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here and I'm, I'm excited about it. Oh, we are so excited to have you. You've, you've motivated and inspired me through some of your dash cam videos and uh, just excited. Hey, one day, you the first day we, we had a conversation, you had a shirt on and I saw the top of it and there was more to go. I think you have some great messages on your t-shirts of all things. Yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing how the t-shirt part of the dash cam wisdom has taken a life of its own. And I remember a friend of mine had viewed a few dash cams. He says, hey, if I can make a suggestion. He said, I like Dr. Charlie in the professional look. He said, I think, you know, polo shirts and button ups. And I said, OK, it's fair feedback. And so I put on a polo shirt the next day and people were like, what are you doing? Where's the T-shirt? Don't you know I look for the T-shirt before I ever listen to your message? I want to see what T-shirt you're wearing because I, I change the T-shirt every day and it's always something interesting. So so I took that message to heart. And so every day I have a different T-shirt. And a lot of times I'll tie the T-shirt into the message that I'm giving. And that, that's fun. And, and, and it, it, it's just taking on a life of its own. We even have our own T-shirt line now. So <laughs> I, I figured you probably did after seeing that, because I, it, for me, it is, it is a focal point. And I'm like, what's Dr. Charlie wearing today? So it, it's good to see that. Great that others are inspired by that. And hey, you know, a suit and tie, that's what everybody's wearing. You're going to do something different to be original. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. T-shirt sitting in my car. That's it. Doesn't get any more relatable than that, I think. So, yes. Well, Dr. Charlie, I want to ask you what I ask most of our guests here. I want to know what leadership means to Dr. Charlie Cartwright and also what being a leader means. Wow. That's such a great question. And first of all, and first and foremost, leadership is a an immense responsibility. It's not to be taken lightly because you are influencing people, their lives, and the decisions they make. So first of all, it's such a, a huge responsibility. And it's also a privilege because people choose to follow you or, or not follow you. And then I think the best definition of leadership I've ever heard is from General Norman Swarskoff. And he said this, he said, leadership is a potent combination of character and strategy. He said, but if you must be without one, be without the strategy. I think that sums it up. <laughs> yeah, and, and what a great leader to, to, to give you a good definition of leadership, Schwarzkopf, man. He was such a fine general. And 
I love that too. Cause character, you know, I'm with him. Give me anything, but man, character is what it all boils down to. You know, you can have a lot of widgets and gadgets and sayings and, but if, if you don't have character, you're not going to be much of a leader. Exactly. And eventually leaders without characters get exposed. <laughs> and yeah, it doesn't yeah, end well. It, it, it comes doesn't to end the well. surface, man. You, you, you know, people being genuine is something we miss in, in this world of all the Instagram and social media and all people are showing this fake self. Yes. And, and if we could just get back to being who we are, who yes. we were designed to be, yes, we need to improve ourselves and yes, we need to be growing ourselves, but we don't need to be this fake, what everybody, what we think everybody wants to see. So true. And it takes courage to really own who you are and to be that individual. And I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that it's so fabulous that when you really embrace who you are and let that show, let the world see that, it makes you unique, just like everybody else, right? We're all unique. And, but most people don't have the courage to embrace that. And one of my things that I talk about all the time, whether I'm on the national stage at a, in a conference where I'm keynoting or my dash cam wisdom videos, I don't ever want people to walk away thinking I'm something that I'm not. I want to be authentic and, you know, own my mistakes and talk through those things. And here's what I learned and, and these things. And now we can have a conversation. And I'm not putting myself somewhere where people think they can't attain. I want people to know that if I can do it, they can do it, right? If I can achieve it, they can reach it. So that's one of my my big deals. And I think it's so important because when we when we have people set people up to chase something that doesn't exist, we're setting them up to fail. And I want to set people up to succeed. Yeah, authenticity. So many people share that as, as their number one thing they seek from a leader is authenticity. Just, just be authentic. You know, you don't have to have this shell, this outer shell that everyone's trying to look up to you and you got to be this, this fine thing, man, we all have problems. We all have issues. We, we all have things that we have to overcome. It doesn't matter if you're flying around in a, in a corporate jet, you still have issues and problems and humanity. You're, you are a human being. And, and so it's just so inspiring for, for everyone to see an authentic leader. So I, I appreciate the fact you brought that out and, and how you're helping others through that. You know, one of the things that you put in your application, and again, for my guest, if you ever want to be a guest of the podcast, we got an application form at our website that's always included in our show notes. But Dr. Charlie said on his application, once you understand what motivates and drives people, the possibilities for achievement are endless. So, you know, I want to know from you what tools you use to discover and understand what motivates others. Great, great question. And I had just so much curiosity behind this because I'd had so many roles through my career, leadership roles, whether it was UPS or FedEx, and I had so much success in these different roles. And I remember transitioning to the insurance brokerage business, and I was trying to figure that business out, the risk management side. And so finally, I was going kind of with the flow with my, my team at the time, and we weren't really achieving to what I felt like would be the highest standard. So I started leaning on some of those principles and things I'd learned over years and started having a lot of success in that space. So then I became very curious as to 
Why did I have success at FedEx? Why did I have success at UPS? Why did I have a success in insurance broker space? Even, even playing football, I was typically the team captain. Why? And so I wanted to understand that, not, not what anyone said, but what is it? So I dove into research and the science. I wanted to find data research that would really illuminate a path. And then if you can find that, now that's duplicate, duplicatable because I had things that I was doing that were very good. And then there were other things that I were doing that I needed to stop doing. <laughs> and then there were other things that I wasn't doing yet that I needed to start doing. And so when you put that equation together, now you're setting yourself up for success and putting yourself in a position where you can truly achieve and help people. So it was all about the research and the data. And I'm a big, you know, W. Edward Deming fan. He's a father of total quality management. And one of his sayings was, in God we trust, all others must bring data. And he said, if you don't have data, you're just another person with an opinion. So I always back up everything that I teach with the science behind it. It has to have the data to support. Otherwise, it's just an opinion and they're not really worth much in the world as we know. <laughs> so true, man. And yet so many people have so many of them. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I love to, I have a client or maybe a prospect and there will be another consultant in there. And well, you know, my other consultant is saying this, but you're saying this. And my, my challenge is, well, hey, next time you speak with them, ask them to show you the data to support the advice they're giving you. <laughs> and then we're back. Well, so what did they say? Well, well, they didn't really. Yeah, because there's none. You know, that's their opinion. We need to go with data, right? That takes the emotion out of it. And now we know we're on the right path. And when it comes to people, there are definite things that contribute to the way we're wired that we respond favorably to and things we respond unfavorably to. And so you take a, you take a, some of the retailers in this country, they know how to set up those stores. It's not random. Those stores are set up based on how people behave and that's how they maximize their profits. They set up that store. So it's pleasing for you. Right. And then where's the clock? I don't know where the clock is in the store. There's a reason why they don't put a clock in there. Right. You get lost in there. So we can use that science besides retail. We can use that science for the greater good and understanding how to connect with people, therefore maximize their potential. Unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and you're so true that how they stage things. To, to basically, I mean, it's just honest. Let's, they manipulate us. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they got it set up where it, where it flows in a fashion that you want to pick things up and stick them in a cart. It's so true that uh, a guy said to me one time, I I was uh, I was standing there in line, and you know you're you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting, and so I'm you know so you start looking around, and so I looked around and I saw well you know I think my kids would like some M and M's and. And, and, and so, so the guy, so I grabbed these little packages of candy and threw them in the basket. The guy looks at me and says, you know, he says, you know, that buy that you just, you know, that purchase you just made was, there's a name he called for it. He called it. It wasn't a, it wasn't a panic buy or, or boredom was it, buy. It was, was it impulse? Yeah, that was yeah, an impulse, impulse purchase. Buy. Yep, I yep. said, I know it and I'm buying it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. And it, 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 we do it. I mean, it just, it's so, so convenient. That, hey, why do they call them convenience stores? It's exactly. so convenient to pick up what, what you need. Yeah. You know, you're paying triple for that candy bar, but it's convenient. You don't want to drive all the way to the grocery store. You know, I, you just, you know, you lose that money back in gas and time by driving to the grocery store to save 50 cents on a candy bar, you know? So it's so true. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict, reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. So I know there's a lot of data out there about human behavior and about being wired. You mentioned how we're wired differently. You know, one of the things that I use and I've been trained in is DISC, but what other tools do you use to, to work with these humans and human behaviors? So here, here was my research and, you know, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. However, I figured out a few things, right? And so we all, we all figure out, no matter who we are, we all figure out a few things. And so I was sitting there thinking about this stuff, Brian, and it occurred to me that you look at all these industries, right? If I look at aviation, construction, I look at risk management, uh, military, university, healthcare, they all have research somewhere. They have research on people and how people behave and what they motivate, what motivates them. But what I found, the common denominator between all those different industries or business vertical, they don't speak to one another about their research. So I said, well, hey, what if I take all that research and put it together and distill it down to the common themes? And when I did that, it became very, very clear of the path we should follow. So, and what amazed me in all of it, because I went in with some preconceived notions, and this is where data separates that, right? I thought that if I was in Kansas, hey, I'm going to lead a team this way. But then if I go to Canada, it's going to be a little different. If I go to UK, it's going to be different or Germany or Australia, let's say. And what I found is that, yeah, we have different laws and traditions, but what motivates human beings at the core is universal, regardless of language, regardless of country, regardless of religion, their core. So we understand that core. Now we're on to something and we can really be intentional about the way we lead people. Awesome. That's, that's great. Yeah, definitely. And when you realize that, and, and like you allude to here, when you understand them and understand what motivates them, th then you're on to something that now you can actually inspire someone. Yes. And, and I'm going to be motivated differently than someone else and, and so on and so forth. You know, all those things I know, but it's just when we start and, and when, when someone does understand me, I'm going to listen. I'm, I'm, I'm peeking, I'm peeking up then I'm perking up. I'm Hey, what did you just say? Right. He's talking to me now. Right. You, you started off with, with aviation and construction. So, so you're looking at a guy that, that fulfilled a lifelong dream to become a pilot at 40 years old. Oh, wow. And I've spent a 26 year career in construction. So when you let off of that, you spoke to me. I mean, I was hearing you. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's so amazing. And that's part of the formula. That's one of the, that's one of the, 
the principles in the formula, there's 10 principles and six exponents of those principles. And one of the principles is value, right? And I remember looking as I put the formula together over some years that adding that V for value. And when we're talking about valuing, I'm talking about valuing another human being. When I value you as a human being, I value your passions. I value your background. I value your gender. I value your age group. You know, I value your experience or lack thereof. I value your creativity. I value everything that you uniquely bring to the job. And when you feel valued, then you're like, hey, I want to tune in and see what, what, what this is about. And so that is a huge element to just simply value what the different human beings bring to the table. Because if you're 70 years old in the workforce or you're 17 years old in the workforce, you're adding value because of your unique perspectives. It's huge. Yeah, that is so true. And, and that is this people success formula that, that you've been on. It, it all comes together and, and creates this, this magic potion. <laughs> Yes, yes. And it is. It's like a, it really is. The results are just astonishing. And because you're really unlocking the potential of other human beings. And, and sometimes people don't realize what they're capable of. And this is a Steve Jobs quote that I modified just a little bit. And he differentiated the difference between management and leadership. And he said, management is about convincing people to do things they don't want to do. He said, leadership is about inspiring people to accomplish things they never thought they could. That's huge, right? That's massive. If you look at the Green Bay Packers back in the Vince Lombardi days, I love using this example. And I know we're almost done with football season, but it's such a, even if you're not a football fan, it's a huge uh, lesson. So, when he went to Green Bay, and that was kind of like the Siberia of football. That was his first head coaching job. And he went to that team, and that was back in – there was only 12 games in a season. And the year prior to him arriving, that team was 1-10-1. and one. So they won it one game, they lost 10, and they tied one. So it wasn't like nowadays where you get all these free agents and you can – free agency wasn't a thing. <clears throat> so you had to build your team through the draft. Okay, so he takes over this losing team, and then three years later, they were NFL champions. Okay, here's what a lot of people don't understand or know you know who was on that team that was 110 and one? 13 future Hall of Famers, <laughs> but they weren't playing at a Hall of Fame level until they had a leader that inspired them to accomplish something they never thought they could. Big difference. So that's one of the greatest examples of leadership I've ever seen. Maybe that's why they changed the NFL trophy championship trophy to the Lombardi, you know, less than 90 days after he passed away. And it still bears his name to this day. It's the Lombardi trophy that they'll be playing for here in a couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah. And you, you talk about teams and teamwork in that environment. And one of the things you said here was connecting people or connecting with people is the key to the kingdom. And, mm -hmm. and I love that. I say this jumped off the page at me. This connecting with people is the key to the kingdom. Tell us a little bit about that. 
So people, I think I have this people success pyramid, okay? And at the top of the pyramid of results, but the foundation of that pyramid is connection. If we don't have connection, we can't build anything. So think about a, a nuclear reactor. We've all seen pictures of the big nuclear reactors. It can power a whole city. But if it's not connected to that city, it's just going to sit there. And it's this huge facility with all this potential energy, but it can't do amazing things until we connect it to the grid. And so as leaders, we have these projects or whatever we want to accomplish in the world. That's not going to happen until we connect the people to the project, to the vision, to the dream, to something larger than themselves. And when we connect them, they're powerful beyond measure really. So that's how we're all built, I believe. We're all powerful beyond measure, the things we can do. I mean, they put a man on the moon, right, in 1969, and this phone I'm holding in my hand is a million times more powerful than all of NASA in 1969. There's more power in this, this iPhone. I read an article said this iPhone could, could, could land a million Apollo flights simultaneously, and we got it in our pocket. So that's how amazing human beings are. But it all starts about connecting our team to us, to the organization, to a bigger purpose, to the community, to the clients, to the projects, to the vision. And then everything grows from there. So it's a, it's a fascinating thing. And what I see in leadership is we pass over that. We got to get this work done. We got to get this. And we, that's the biggest step. We got to connect. We got this nuclear reactor sitting here ready to power the city, but if we're too busy to connect it to the grid, we're going to be walking around thinking, why don't the lights come on? Amazing. Yeah. That connection is, is just so valuable. And, you know, it, I, I, I told you I was in construction, but actually power plants have been the last 20 years construction inside <laughs> of power plants and that's called transmission. Mm. And so where those lines are connected to the, to the power plant and then it goes out to the consumer those are transmission lines. Oh, wow. And, and, and so if you, if you start, well, the analogies there of, of transmitting and, and, and having a way to convey the power, mm-hmm. this is good stuff. And you do it through people, man. You, you, your analogy with, with the smartphone. I mean, if you think about all the collaboration that took place to, to get these devices to this microprocessors. I mean, we're not yes. talking about these rooms full of computers like in the Saturn days. I mean, we're talking about these little bitty things that fit inside these phones and just, just phenomenal. Yeah. Our iPhone, that power in our iPhone, how many rooms full of computers would have taken NASA rooms? There've been buildings full of computers and now we have it in our phone, in our pocket. It's, it's, it's incredible, but people figure that out. People accomplish that. And, you know, we talked before the show, Brian, the common denominator in anything we want to accomplish in life, it's people. And so it's amazing how I just see we're not better students of the game when it comes to people. We need to be students of people. When we're students of people, then everything in our life will get better. I can guarantee you that (laughs) everything. So, yeah. And that valuing them, I think we just can't say that enough. You know, you use that, that V in your analogy, uh, the, the value. And, mm-hmm. and, and in business, we talk about having a value proposition, but, but, but if you look back at teams and valuing each other, and, and, and I, lo- I love how you said your experience or your non-experience, yes. I mean, value that, understand, 
hey, someone with that experience, they may be able to have a new new set of eyeballs for you and show you something new that you haven't thought of and when you've been had your nose to the grindstone in your career for so long. So great you ever, stuff, man. Yeah, do you ever hear there's a there's an article I read, I want to say for Ink Magazine or Forbes, I can't remember which one, but they told this story about this Gillette factory and how they had all this automation. And they took kids would come from the local community and do tours there. And they're so proud of their automation. And one of the kids raised his hands and had a question. What's your question? He said, why are the lights on? It's all automated. There's no people in there. Why, why are the lights on? <laughs> they're like, you know, I guess we don't need that, all that lighting. We could save some money. Yeah, that's, that's a great, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he just, why are the lights on in there then? There's nobody, what, you know, you don't need all that light. Aren't you wasting electricity? He said, yes, we are. Thank you. Yeah. Little kid I, I, that, I think sure what we can learn from that is when we get a new team member that, that is less experienced to say, Hey, how do you see that? Cause we've been doing it this way for 20 years, but, but <laughs> do you see a better way to do this? Yeah. Do you see, we shouldn't have the lights on in an automated equipment thing. Those are great things that we could use to value that other person. Even when we feel like ah, this new person, they don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other side of that, I've, I've tried to train people on our teams that, you know, sometimes they don't want to take the time to train the new person because they feel like I can do it 10 times faster than they can. And I have to remind them, but 10 years ago, you couldn't do it 10 faster times faster (laughs) than they can. And if you don't train them to do this, you can't take the next step because someone's got to fill your shoes here. Right. It's just uh, phenomenal how how we can value others and and see the potential. And it's, it's, it's twofold. See that potential in someone else. They can do what you do, but also allow them to make some of the same mistakes you made because Mm -hmm. by all means, we started this off with none of us are perfect here. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> That's well, for sure. Dr. Charlie, it's been great to have you on the podcast today. T- tell our listeners where they can get in contact with you. I know they can find you on LinkedIn, but also any kind of website information. Yeah. So LinkedIn is a great, that's the best place to uh, get in contact with me. And then there's a, there's a YouTube channel I have called Dash Cam Wisdom. There's information there. And then I'll shoot you a, a link, Brian, to the Teespring website where we have the Dash Cam Wisdom t-shirts. And so there's a line of t-shirts. And so it's just all positive sayings and things like that. And uh, happy to answer any questions that I can and help anyone that I can. Well, your positivity resonates through you and through what you're doing. So we appreciate that. I know all of your connections do. And now my listeners will get to hear how Dr. Charlie just is very positive and and keeps things going in 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 a fun way. So thanks for your time today. And for our listeners, I'll include all of those email addresses and and whatever he shares with me as far as link goes in our show notes. We want to thank you for listening to the podcast today. Do me a favor, wherever you're listening to this podcast, go over and give us an honest rating and review, you know, that it helps us to grow this, this podcast and, and share it with others, share this podcast with your friends. I know Dr. Charlie can help them. So thanks for your time today. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Awesome. Thank you. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.